So let's go ahead and take our seats. We're going to get started. Recorded live, simply to reduce the amount of time spent in post-production, the new Indispensable Show with Sable and Dave. Let's take a deep dive into the shallow end of American culture. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's been a couple weeks. I'm going to turn my mic, uh, my earphones down. Which one am I? Am I blowing you out there? You're blowing me out. You're over in uh, number two I'm land, number two. Dave. Number two land. Number two. Okay, thank you. There you go. Perfect. That's better. better. Oh, I love it. How are you guys doing? I'm doing, doing good. Great. We took a couple weeks off there, didn't we? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Sable Cantus here. Orange County, California. Welcome back, Mr. Dave Smith. I'm and Dave Smith, yes. We're joined thank once you. again in the men's club here. Mr. Corey Parker Robinson. Corey Parker Robinson. TV for having me again. TV's Corey Parker Robinson, as they used to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Wow, we're already drinking. Well, of course we are, because one Good of stuff. the one of the prerequisites for men to be able to open up with each other is to have some kind of a libation. It says in the in our right. If you look at our artwork on our podcast, it's, it does say booze and comment. Booze and comment. So as always, I like to start off with what is the booze of the day, and uh, um, we sort of skipped around my birthday time mm. when uh, I had I had a rabbit hole whiskey tasting experience. Rabbit hole being a brand of whiskey. Rabbit hole is a well known distillery in Louisville, Kentucky, and. Uh, between uh, what I purchased and all the guests, we had all four of the, of the Rabbit Hole Rise and uh, Bourbons. Rabbit Hole is a really interesting company. Every batch is a 15-barrel small batch. Every single batch is tasted by seven employees, and one of the seven was the guy giving us the tour. Mm. And yep. I thought it was a fascinating talk, and in that night, a couple guys came over and brought some other whiskeys along with them. So tonight we're drinking the Knob Creek that came along as a little... Oh, the Larceny, no. Right? Oh, no, the, yeah, the Larceny. Larceny. That's what right. it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I, I even accuracy. poured it. Going for accuracy on this show. <laughs> that's right. Fact, fact check false, Sable. <laughs> okay, that's the Larceny with some bitters, which makes it taste <laughs> oh, like man. a Knob Creek. Oh, Stuff yeah, it's pretty great. fantastic. Yeah, but... Later in the show, we are going to do a taste test between the $20 Shildag blended scotch yeah. whiskey, 12 mm-hmm. years aged, versus the Highland Park 18 Viking Pride. Which is a lot more expensive on sale even. Yeah, the Viking Pride was a big hit at the tasting. Yeah. It's awesome. The Viking Pride in and of itself was... Uh, probably cost more than any two of the bottles of Rabbit Hole combined. So, and probably eight bottles of the Schildig. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if my math serves me, well, you know, for the seasoned whiskey drinkers, we can even just enjoy some quality Jack Daniels. That's what twenty-one bucks a bottle. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's easy. you know, five or ten years ago, I couldn't have just sat down and poured some Jack Daniels and just drank it. I would have had to mix it with some Diet Coke or whatever. <laughs> but now I can put it with bitters. I can drink it on the rocks. I can yeah. enjoy the. I can enjoy it for what it is. And the more I learn about whiskey and rye and bourbon and scotch, even the more I enjoy Jack Daniels. Mm. Funny enough, good stuff. It reminds me of the song that you know the. Um, uh, <coughs> Excuse me. 
what's this, uh, the Don McLean song that everybody's sick of, Bye Bye Miss American Pie? Mm-hmm. Said, the men drinking whiskey and rye. I'm like, yeah. isn't that the same thing? Or Because whiskey is... I thought rye I mean, is a type of whiskey, Rye is a type right? of whiskey, so whiskey and rye? What, what, is, what is, I guess it means corn whiskey and rye whiskey, kind of? Is that what he's maybe well, saying? Well, rye whiskey means it's majority rye as the grain, yeah. as opposed to barley. Yeah. In general, a whiskey, whether it's made in Scotland, Ireland, or Kentucky, is distilled beer. And how they make that really? determines what type of yeah, I guess so it is. what is the process that they're gonna that they're gonna have for that. So a bourbon is fifty one percent or more corn. Mm-hmm. A rye is fifty one percent or more rye. Mm. If you get a quality uh, like well, the rabbit hole is really high quality. Those were I think eighty five percent rye. 90, maybe 95% rye. I'd have to go check the, the numbers on that one. If you told somebody you were drinking whiskey and rye, that would be a little confusing though, right? If they happen to know that <laughs> rye is a subset of whiskey, okay. they probably wouldn't though, and it would make sense. <laughs> I don't mean to, you know, I don't mean to like bash uh, Don McLean, who is a good songwriter. He actually has no, no. two other really great songs, so it's not just that one. He does that Vincent song and then uh, uh, Castles in the Air, great song. So he's like, you know, if you get more than one hit, you're not a fluke, I think. So. Now, I wonder, and I had, didn't look this up because it didn't come up before, the uh, original Miss American Pie, Bye Bye, right? The American mm-hmm. I wonder which has more hits on Spotify, mm. the original Don McLean or the, <laughs> or the Weird Al <laughs> Star, oh. Star mm. Wars version oh, yeah, of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I don't, I don't know. Maybe people at home could... Uh, it's yeah. got to be the original. I mean, and that's a piece of America. You guys on the live feed right? in the chat room, you know, get to us, get back to us on that. I don't know. Weird Al is pretty popular. There's going to be a Weird Al movie coming out. Yeah, but that song oh, is a piece of Americana, him? Sable. Come no, on. No, who is? Um, I believe it's going to be, uh, what's his name from Harry Potter? Oh, I did hear yeah, that. Daniel Radcliffe. I did hear that. No, playing, I didn't hear that. I was what? playing uh, Weird Al. It's like in, in the <laughs> biopic. That's going to be great. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god! You know, Sasha Baron Cohen was originally cast to play uh, Freddie Mercury in the Queen movie. Really? Yeah, he was. They were ready to go, but something happened, and then they got the the other fellow who was also great. I thought. Oh yeah, Remy Malik. Yeah, 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 he's great. But it would have been interesting interesting to see uh, Sasha Baron Cohen in that role. Yeah, Remy really plays the psychologically disturbed person really well. (laughs) Unusual Mm -hmm. actor, right? But do you think it's acting? Do you think (laughs) he's just psychologically disturbed? I mean, I don't think he's psychologically disturbed. I mean, you could say that because most actors are. So, <laughs> I mean, well, now, now that we have Corey in the room, whenever we talk about an actor, I have to mm-hmm. go, oh, do you know him? Because you might. Oh, actually. no, I, mean, I don't know. Okay. I don't you know, know a lot Remy. of actors, though. That's why yeah, I, I know a lot of actors, but I don't know yeah. Remy Malik. I mean, but, he's, but he's so believable as a psychotic. Yeah. That's why it makes me mm-hmm. wonder like, maybe yeah. it's not just acting. I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you the one thing that tripped me out about him. He has a twin brother. Oh, wow. That tripped me out. I saw a picture of them together. I was like, there's two of you. Oh, boy. Maybe he is a split personality. I see a parent trap remake. (laughs) The most disturbing parent trap ever in a world. Go ahead. Riff on it, man. I got got nothing. You know I'm terrible at improv. I have to have it written down. That was on the last podcast, Dave. These listeners might not know that. Oh, that's true. All right, I had to grab. I had to grab my phone so I could talk to you about what 
the uh, popular item that is raging through mm-hmm. uh, women, children, men. It's just it's it's destroying society right now. Is it the COVID of apps? The uh, oh, it of could apps. be like the COVID of apps. And I have to say, I got out of the phone game. Like I uninstalled all games from my phone a couple years ago. I found myself playing like really interesting, well-made games. I would be in in line at Costco. I would get in the longer line because I knew yeah. I would get like two more minutes to play on my phone. Wow. <laughs> I would pick the longer line at gas because I know I could just get like get a couple more rounds in on the game. Got rid of all the games, so I've not been paying attention. Is it this one? Oh, see, I'm it, in the app store looking up this thing that he's talking about right now, but he so hasn't said that exactly about. what you're doing right now is where the controversy came. Ah, because the game I'm talking about is called Wordle, mm-hmm. and it's not an app. It's just a website. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'll in fact I'll just text you a copy of it right now. Cool. You play it for free on the web, mm-hmm. but what happened was it was so popular that there started to be all kinds of app store clones. Corey, you, you can't play it because you have to be vaxxed. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Wow. What is, <laughs> wait a minute, wow. wait a minute. What is the game? What is it? What is so the, 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 the game is a circumcised, disgusting human being. <laughs> the game is a set of five... Five squares, so there's a word, a five-letter word, and you have six chances to guess what the word is. There's no hints. There's nothing uh, except that when you you put the letters in, the letters will show gray if it's not in the word, if the letter's not in the word. Okay, I got you. It'll show you a yellow if it's in the word, but it's in the wrong location, and it will be green if it's the right letter in the right location. Interesting. Okay. And, so, and what Wordle. And so what when it came to my at- attention it was because there was already hundreds of of apps in the Android store that were malware and stealing people's credit cards. Oh, they the first thing people did is they went to the app store like you did Dave. Mm-hmm. They searched for Wordle, wow. they installed malware and they lost their banking information, they lost their text messaging, lost their bitcoin. Uh you could lose what? your bitcoin if you don't have it secured oh, on your phone for sure. If malware gets on your phone and you have an app on your phone that isn't locked down. Maybe like the Cash App or Robinhood or something? Yeah. PayPal? So I, I have the the Face ID on all of those apps for myself, so they can't do that. Huh. Wow. Okay. See, I don't have any of those on my phone. Yeah, for those I monetary don't, I don't ones, do the games add, and... add like an extra level of security on those particular. Right, like right. Robinhood needs my fingerprint. And... Really? Yeah. See, I, I don't Cash have any of those doesn't. on my phone. So well, I have all of those on my phone. I'll take money in any way people will pay me for it. There you go. So naturally, I had to go look in what is this Wordle thing that everyone's so crazy about, and I discovered it's a really interesting game. And if you have a decent vocabulary and you sort of know how letters fit together, I was I was pretty solid for a couple of weeks getting it on the third try, the third try, the third try. I had one on the fourth. Uh, there was a particularly difficult one. Took me five guesses on, and then um, yesterday and today, it also hit me with five guesses. So it came up. I came up with an idea, and every woman I have pitched this to yelled at me and said I should never do it. <laughs> and I'm thinking about starting up an Instagram account mm-hmm. called Wordle Spoilers, and oh. every day solve the Wordle, take a screenshot, post it on the Instagram <laughs> account. <laughs> Oh, I like it. What yeah, do you think? For real. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna get doxxed and murdered. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow, interesting. Boy, people got so mad when I mentioned that. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> I said, why? What if I wanted to look it up and get some help? You could call it Spoidle. <laughs> oh. Spoidle.com. I mm. like that. It's got a good interesting. I mean, some of those words were hard. I, I, almost, I almost went to go cheat on the word proxy. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say, the day that proxy was the answer, I almost cheated. <laughs> I work in the entertainment industry, so I know what proxy means. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's but actually the every, name of my series, remember? No, that's right. The yeah. one I'm writing is yeah, called that's Proxy, right. yeah. That's right. Hear that, everybody? If you're producers out there. Give Corey a call. Proxy. Every sip of this, I think I lose about 500 words of my vocabulary, which is pretty big, I guess, but you wouldn't know it from talking to me after a couple of these. <laughs> it's like that movie, uh, what is that, The uh, the Wolf of Wall Street? Do you remember when they took the uh, barbiturates? Mm, right. And Jonah Hill? And to them, they were, they were acting yeah, totally that's, fine. That's right. But in reality, they're like, <laughs> Yeah, that was great. You know, the average like Shakespeare play, I think, would, be, would have like, I have to look it up, but maybe 20,000 different words. But mm. their average audience at the time who actually went to see this plays, they had a, a vocabulary of maybe 5,000 words. So, but they still enjoyed the plays and stuff. But I think you ever heard the, the book uh, Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace? I think he blows nope. away, I, I think he uses like 27,000 individual words or something like that. Crazy. That is a crazy ass book, but wow. super, super great. Kind of guy that writes a book like that, you know, hangs himself, which is what he did. So, but uh, I recommend it. David Foster Wallace, Infinite Jest. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down for the end. <laughs> hmm. I did finish my um, my complete reading of that TV show that I hated so much on Apple TV. Do you remember that? Uh, the the yeah the Isaac Asimov one. Uh huh. Foundation. Foundation. Yeah. And hate the TV show, terrible show, don't watch it, don't bother. But the books, the books are fantastic. It's a story that takes place over a thousand years of the destruction of the empire and the rebuilding of the universe. It has some amazing and unexpected twists and turns. And it's one of the few books in the last few years I've read where I had to stop all the time and look up words. Mm. <laughs> I just had to like, get the dictionary out and look things up. I was like, wait a second. I can't even I can't even deduce <laughs> from context what that could mean. Did anybody get defenestrated in the book? <laughs> what? No. no. That's a strange word. It means to be thrown out of a window. Nope. Nope. Very odd wow. word. Um Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so how many books are we talking about in the Asimov? Is there three? Six. Other than okay. There was the three original ones written written early on, early days, when everybody was smoking, and the whole book included very fine details about the custom ashtrays that you could throw your cigarettes and cigars into. Then there was... By then they'd cured cancer, though. You could smoke all day, right? They didn't matter, sure. yeah. It didn't matter. But they were going into space, you know, and they had a, a desk with a place for smoking. Then they had the, the two books later on that, that were after the robot series, so the robots were heavily invested in in the books and that's where they brought in the um they brought in the three the three rules of of uh, robots mm -hmm. then they oh, added yeah. a, then they added a fourth rule really fascinating what and then there were the prequels were written like in the 80s oh by asimov himself right before he died no okay that that's yeah there's because i thought he died like maybe early 80s or late 70s or something yeah i think so the prequels i don't believe were were written by him mm -hmm. 
I wonder what I'm fascinated with this now. What does a cigarette do in zero gravity if you just like what does the smoke do? Like, is it going to go up? Like, is it just going to like, what is it going to do? I'm assuming Create that it's... sphere. And I'll yeah. bet you they'd never, ever let them test that on like Space Shuttle. Now they'll, they'd be like, yeah, we want to test cigarettes. Like, you can't smoke. It's a government you facility. Could, you can't smoke. You could die. Everybody will die instantly. We're in charge of coronavirus and smoking. <laughs> you smoke, you die. Nice. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, it feels like I'm just going to, I'm going to keep sharing over here then. Yeah, you guys are uh, you guys are enjoying the alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh. so I really you're gonna say that? I, <laughs> <laughs> isn't acting reacting? Is that what you said to me? <laughs> Did you not use those same words? Everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know you were gonna say that. I like that. <laughs> so, so I I ran into I ran into a a buddy, um, someone I haven't talked to in the last year or so. I thought maybe he was hiding because of COVID, because of health conditions. Um, his his uh, his daughters go to one of the same schools that my kids go to, so it's, it was nice to run into him, catch up in the parking lot, and he started telling me all you know all the things that life has been feeding him lately, and he's got a lot on his plate. And once we got through some of the logistics and the you know what have you been doing and how's the wife and family, he he got into his idea and he what he wants to do and just. Tell me when you when you figure out why this really came to mind today. He said he wants to, in his house, he wants to build a little room where he can sit down with a couple of his guy friends and hook up a, a microphone or two and have some drinks and talk about the way the world is today in a way that you're not going to offend the other guys, but you could listen to them, tell them they're full of shit, ask them some questions, and nobody beats each other up. He said... He needs an outlet. He needs some way to talk to other men. And it's got to be something like maybe a podcast or something. <laughs> I have talked to him about the same thing, yes. Oh, good. Oh, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. He was, yeah, I was, he was asking about some technical uh, things. And I said, actually, he should talk to you more about some of the technical aspects. Oh, good, so. good. Well, what really <laughs> struck me was I know it's a need. I know that we have a need to be able to sit down and talk to each other from different backgrounds and different thoughts and and share stupid ideas and be idiots around each other. It doesn't mean that other people need that too, just because I think we do. Mm. So to hear a, mm. a very intelligent guy say the same words to me without knowing that that's, <laughs> that's our intention, it really struck me like, oh man, if... If he's even identifying this is what he needs, he needs some sanity. Has he forgotten we've actually featured him on a segment of this show? We he, actually <laughs> he totally forgot. He totally forgot. About I think okay. I think we gave him too much alcohol on those two segments. He remember it was great, and he probably doesn't remember being on the show at all. <laughs> you mentioned some, uh, COVID shy or something, and I was just thinking about my uh, neighbors. I have some neighbors that I like. They are like zipped up inside uh, i don't even see him in the backyard i think matter of fact the, the dad came out in the driveway the other day saw his shadow and now we're gonna have six more weeks of covid sorry but <laughs> they are that's a good one massively scared. <laughs> yep. six more weeks of covid don't put that guy on the news everyone will know about it <laughs> no <laughs> sorry uh, i was trying to get you to laugh enough so that you would snort because sometimes that happens yeah you might get an occasional snort out of me sometimes yeah, yeah. It's rare. So what do you got on your list? Hmm, I do have a uh, 
sad state of the union. I don't know anyone want to uh, launch into that. It's sort of a monologue, you know. People mm-hmm. are familiar with it. I, yeah. I do it every other show or so. I do. I do have a, a segment for that. Sometimes we talk about some current events. Yeah. And I had a couple. Did you have anything, Corey, on your on your list for you? Um, current events. <laughs> Open up your attaché uh, case and I had an audition notes. the other day. No. Oh. Had to memorize thirteen pages of dialogue in two hours. Interesting. It's and that's impressive. Something you could do. You could do that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's not that hard, especially if it's good dialogue. It's I guess har- if it's crappy, oh, would be is it easier or harder dialogue. for crappy dialogue? It's terrible dialogue, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not as hard as you think. You just okay. uh, the way that I do it is concepts, right? So you're, you know, you have a, you have a paragraph and, okay, what are you saying in the lines? Like, like, what are you trying to convey? So then you just attach it to a concept and then it just pretty much flows. You just go over and over it. And then, you know, I'll sit down with my wife and we just go back and forward. We do the whole Meisner <clears throat> technique. Mm-hmm. Take me about an hour or so. Got can it all can you elucidate the Meisner technique? The Meisner technique is where, uh, let's say you're sitting in a room and someone's and, choking? No, <laughs> no, no, oh. no. Let's say, let's Heimlich, say you're sitting around. Oh, 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 yeah. okay. Or you're sitting around the table like us here, right? And um, <laughs> we, have, we have a scene that we have to do. And uh, we, just start, we just start reading our lines with no intention. Just read the lines. And then as you read those lines back and forth over and over again, and then when the scene finishes, you just restart again, what ends up happening is that the person starts to say it to you differently. And then you just start to react differently to the way that they're saying it differently. And then it just goes, it morphs and it could go here or it could go there. And that's the Meisner technique. And then you got the Stanislavski technique where, you know, I think that that... That's the choking one, right? Yeah, nah. <laughs> that's the Heim- one where... Heimlich, Dave, Heimlich. Oh, oh. That's the one where you're all in your head. That, to me, only works when you're doing monologues. Everything else is Meisner to me personally. I mean, I was never trained. Don't quote me on this. I'm not some trained actor. I didn't go to Juilliard or whatever, but, you know, my experience has been on the job. So Meisner works better because you're actually interacting with someone and, you know. Yeah, like you're, like you're doing the, the uh, Sheldag, and I go, Sheldag. 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 Sheldag? Sheldag. Yeah, you kept, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. That's that's the I totally yeah. got that. Yeah, hundred percent. I got it. Technique. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you keep exploring it, and then you might discover a better way. You know what? I'm going to say it like oh, this. Oh, yeah. now that you mention that, yeah. one of the best, one of the best whole scenes. By the way, Corey taught me that. From, by the way, I didn't know that already. Oh, you're the one who taught me that a couple weeks ago. So. Oh, okay. Well, okay. One of the best scenes from The Wire is a whole is a, a whole scene. Where they just Someone's say choking? the word fuck. Somebody's choking? Yeah, yeah I remember that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. The whole, yeah, I never saw that. It's a whole murder investigation. <laughs> and the, and they, they walk in and they're, they're, you know, they're, they look for the bullet hole. <laughs> they got, they get out the, the measuring tape. And it's, it's so well done. You yeah. understand everything they're saying. <laughs> that's great. But that's only one word between the two of them. <laughs> and it was exactly that. You My could tell they were improvising that. Yeah. Huh. They knew like when to pull out the tape measure to make it look legit. Oh, that's interesting. Meisner. <laughs> I've never seen any other show do exactly that scene. Yeah, I can't think of any. That's cool. Very cool. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I did have a couple 
current events I thought would be worth talking with you guys about. Let's go. What that wasn't that wasn't IT security related where Dave starts snoring. <laughs> <laughs> or Bitcoin related where everybody goes chirp, 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 chirp. So a headline came up um across my my way, my my daily surfing a couple weeks ago, and I wanted to pull this one aside specifically because you had mentioned Denzel Washington before. Yes. To me. What? As a leading man. Awesome. And he said in this article, diversity shouldn't even be mentioned like it's something special when promoting Hollywood projects. He added, you know, in my humble opinion, we ought to be at a place where diversity uh, shouldn't even be mentioned like it's something special. These young kids, black, white, blue, green, or whatever, are highly talented and qualified, so that's why they're there. So is this his last movie ever? <laughs> Canceled. Him? No. No, no, no. Yeah, not no, him. He's no, above no. cancellation. Oh, he's, like, he's way he's above cancellation. He's uncancelable. Yeah. He's, he, he could say whatever he wants. He's got F but, me money and F me money. But <laughs> I agreed with everything in the article I agreed with. This was merit-based. People were, they were taking their talent, they were working their butts off, and they were achieving some success. And they're being rewarded for that. I'm 100% on board with everything he said. But it's so counter to the narrative today of of what shows are. I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it. And we just had the president say that he would not consider an Asian woman for the Supreme Court because of her race. Really? Yeah. I didn't he hear... Said, because he didn't use those words. What he said was, I'm going to appoint a black woman to the Supreme Court, which meant to me that, well, okay, he's not considering Asian women because she's not black. Uh, Interesting. Mm-hmm. We're doing that now? Did Reagan say, I'm, I'm, I'm excluding women or men or blackness because of their blackness <laughs> or their Asianness? He didn't say, he didn't say, actually, say that. Actually, Reagan was the first president to do that. To what? Exclude somebody he, based he on race? He said, really? I'm going to be the first president to appoint a woman... Uh, yeah, he did. Sandra Day O'Connor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He specifically said, I'm going to appoint a woman because there are no women on the Supreme Court. Interesting. Bad mm. choice. And you, you should always only be, I don't care if they have, I would actually prefer all lesbian um, uh, uh, black women, uh, if they were all conservative, uh, to all to white dudes. I'll take all lesbian black gals on the Supreme Court that are conservative. All nine of them. <laughs> So, <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna do with them when you take them, but pour. Yeah, just pour Corey's it. Corey's slagging me down. You want to try? You want to try the this no, one? Yeah, do the shell dig first, yeah. and then see. Yeah, uh, work, work your way up. Do a little, do a little snort of that. So Denzel's yeah. pro- was statement was so good that we just like forget it. So speaking of the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court is finally going to listen to a case uh, challenging affirmative action at Harvard. Hmm. This is the Asian thing. So the the group bringing the lawsuit up is saying that that Harvard's policies are anti Asian. They are. I read about that. Did That's you know that obvious. they? Um, I I don't know what Asian group, but there's some type of group that filed BTS a, a class action lawsuit <laughs> against the federal government yep. because of affirmative action. Well, the, is that the is lawsuits that have been of? ongoing, but, okay. but but let me give you the the snippet here. It says, affirmative action has repeatedly been administered last rights during the last five decades. Um, But these two cases unmistakably pose the gravest threats yet to affirmative action's continued vitality. I am personally against affirmative action. 
And affirmative action, the way that it is enacted in California, says, okay, we think that black kids are not smart enough to pass the test at the same level as Asian kids. So we're only going to accept so many Asian kids so that we can take the dumb guys and let them get a chance at college. And I totally disagree with that. I agree with you because then what what ends up happening is that you get some black kids who really shouldn't be in that position and then they get in that position and then they fail anyway. Yeah, they fail where they might have excelled in some other school. Thank you. Well, they absolutely. fail anyway. So what's the yeah. point? First of all, I don't think that that some kids are dumb because they're not Asian. That some kids are dumb because they're black mm-hmm. or Hispanic. I th- I think that's totally out the window. There absolutely. are certainly long-term effects of poverty that have that have lower IQ in in various economic areas, but that's economic related. There's nothing about your skin color that determines whether you can be intelligent or not. It's all about the poverty and access to books and education. So affirmative action to me rubs me as we're perpetrating against young people by saying, you know, you worked hard, Corey. You worked your butt off to be a good actor, and we already have too many black guys. We can't have you right now. We need to get some other people. We need to get some purple people. Yeah. Sorry, you're not purple, man. You can't. But I will say this much, Sable. That poverty thing, I only think that's partially true. Because I've known a lot of um, poverty-stricken kids who, look, man, this isn't like the 60s or the 50s where minorities can't go here or they can't go there. Mm-hmm. Look, man. Like I, this is you're why obviously I think you're not pop- listening to Democrat talking points because it's still Jim Crow right now. I yeah, don't know, or, I don't know where you live, Corey. You know what I mean? <laughs> because because when you're talking about poverty, I mean, you can still go to a library that is a good library. I'll give you the perfect example. When I was a kid, right, I grew up all over the country, but one of the places that we grew up was in Washington D.C. Right, so we didn't have a lot of money. When I would do book reports and stuff, do you know where my mom would take me to look look up the books I needed? The library. Library, of course. Library of Congress. Oh, of Congress. No, yes. Nice. The library. Wow. Went straight to the top. Yeah. And let me tell Impressive. you something. When we went to the door, there was no one saying, you know what? You're a Negro. You can't come in here. Yeah. They, 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 did, they, did they look at you askance? And no. Yeah. I mean, no, it didn't happen. Like I said, all, all we needed was a car, some gas... And we were at the Library of Congress. Well, and and I'm I'm and with that's you. That's why I say the poverty thing. Hey, look, I think it's more so what your parents are doing and what they're exposed to and what they're aware of and what they can and what they cannot do. Just my personal opinion. Not trying to put that on anyone else. Just oh, I, I agree with you completely on that. I like it. I like that notion. If we look I'm across saying, the country, but but if we look across the country at who has the educational opportunities, the educational opportunities go more towards the middle class and wealthy, and they're more likely to get the higher education, and they're more likely to have the influential positions. And the Because I, I actually came from poverty myself. Okay. I'm a high school dropout. Okay. I, I dropped out I of college that, multiple times, and I had to go in the army and borrow money before I got my stuff together. And then started kicking butt and finished college and then went to grad school. Awesome. And now I've been teaching college for the last 13 years. But 
we were a uh, single mom. I remember being so poor. We didn't have a refrigerator. Oh, we were not in the apartment building, yeah. but we had a cooler, and my mom would fill it up with ice every day until <laughs> she could get a refrigerator. I mean, I remember that as a kid. According so, to the Democrats, like Dave said, you don't exist, sir. Exactly. <laughs> you so, couldn't just white privilege yourself a refrigerator? Exactly. What what's what's wrong with you? <laughs> so that's one of the things I love about America, though, because now I own a house. I have multiple jobs. I got a couple nice cars. I've been able to travel around the world. And anybody can do that. I think that the, the trap and the prison that poverty gives us is is a mind trap. Yep. The poverty is is the prison in the mind. I would agree. And, and it's hard to get out of it, but it's not impossible. Not at all. Especially not in this country. That's right. the great thing about yeah. this country is and, nothing is denied to you. And maybe only in this country. Well, so actually... Voting, you can't vote if you're black, I heard. That's what oh, they're... No, 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 no. Biden's championing these if, new voting rights laws. because I think we're about... To, are we about to give black people the right to vote? Is that what's going on? Yeah, because the last time I checked, we don't know how to operate the internet, right? Yeah, you can't do the internet. You don't know how to get IDs either. Um, you if just it doesn't need a lot work, of help. Yeah. If you try to work in the college system, though, in Southern California, and you happen to have light-colored skin or you're not gay, you definitely are going to have an uphill battle mm. because you are explicitly forbidden. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, there's a, a local college. I got, I got offered the job full-time faculty one time, and it was rescinded at the last minute by the vice president. And then I got to the top position as the number one ranking candidate two more times. Uh, one time they canceled the position. One time they gave it to the th number three candidate. Um, because the number two candidate was an Asian male and the number three candidate was a female. And when I asked the dean, he said, well, you know, Asian is white. So they didn't want to give it. And you said, why do you hate Jews? Did, well, you, did you say that? So, I hope you did. So the woman, the woman in charge of it, she had said, and this is off the record, so I was told this secondhand. She said, I will never hire another man in my career. What? <laughs> and now that she's retired, I'm applying to work there again. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Back to the Asian thing with uh, the uh, you know uh, the there's too many Asians at Harvard. Um, there's there's two kind of general directions on solutions to this thing. You say, well, there's too many Asians in Harvard and not enough uh, people of color or whatever, or uh, young black kids. So, so the left says we need to uh, screw with the standards of the school to make sure that the black kids can get in. But the other one is. How come black kids aren't scoring high enough on the test? Let's address that. Which is because the only that's real the better answer solutions. that you like, should be looking you, yes, for. Yes, like, well, why aren't they scoring us? Let's, let's fix that. That would be fucking great if we would do that. Well, and you also want to look at, is is it possible that the process is biased against certain people? And if it's biased that way, is that something that can reasonably be changed? Or do we have to find a different way to admit students in? And chances are it's probably biased against certain students, and that's what they have to change. Yeah, yeah. If you find that, you can, you can get rid of that. It may actually happen that affirmative action could be stricken down from the Supreme Court. That might happen. The next show, we could be talking about this again. Wow. Wow. Really? You, you want to give us some of those good jokes you wrote, Dave? <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Let's we'll go, go into the yeah. sad state of the union. Do that in 
Garage Band, or did you actually record that with a with a trombone? Uh, I use Logic Pro, okay. and I use several tricks to make that can, happen. You actually can play the trombone. I know that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Did you actually do I, I that? I do play trombone, and there's some tuba in that also. Oh, oh, tuba. So it is a combination of my Logic Pro production skills and my musicianship. Beautiful combined. Well, now it's the sad state of the union featuring Dave Smith. That's my Don Pardo voice. <laughs> Well, okay, let's see. Uh, it's now the 27th day of January in the year 2022, and what sober-minded individual in the past would have dared to predict the astonishing incompetence displayed by the governments of the world over the last two years in their managing of the COVID-19 virus and the even more breathtakingly pathetic obedience displayed by the average citizen with her immediate unquestioning compliance with Brett? You like how I did her, her. there? Uh, yeah, see, I noticed that. Yeah, see... The, Spoiling the joke because yeah, we all no, caught it. No, yeah, no, there's no joke there. I just uh, thought I'd pause and notice, like, because they, 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 you know, they usually would, uh, if they have, a, um, you know, uh, all the bad examples are going to be he, 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 but then they, if they can throw a good one in, they'll say her. So I reversed it on you. Ha. Anyway, uh, let's see. <laughs> their, immediate, uh, their immediate unquestioning compliance with brand new notions like you can kill someone at the beach with your breath, even if you're not sick. Or the, uh, this brand new expensive vaccine provides better immunity to a virus than the human body's own natural immunity that has worked miraculously for millennia. Or um, where, where am I? I should have used such a small font on the uh, sad state of the union. Um, or, or uh, yeah. Uh, mm. Damn it, Sable, can you edit this out? After no. two cocktails, <laughs> Dave can't read. It's such a small font. Um, and hey, you know, say what you want about Anthony Fauci, but you might get pla- deplatformed. So now, uh, now Denmark is finally going, uh, quote, back to life as we knew it today. And I'm hoping Pfizer will allow us to do that. Uh, same thing over here. Maybe the president can check in with them and see if it's okay. Um, goddamn iPad. <laughs> My keyboard comes just blocked what I was reading. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. This is just a Such cluster. good acting. This is like here. Charlie Foxtrot of a sad state of the. Um, so, um, and yeah, I hope Pfizer will allow that. Uh, and we have a mentally compromised president now who praised, who is praised by many of his lickspittle mainstream media fanboys for being able to stand direct for nearly two hours and force air through his vocal cords to make sounds. <laughs> Many of which got him in trouble, like the moment when he asked about our response to Putin invading Ukraine, where he basically told Putin it was okay to just put the tip in. <laughs> so now Putin has his pants off standing at the border, yanking on his throbbing erection, lubing up Ukraine for a full-on anal assault. Nice one. Nice one, Joe. Uh, we also have a brand new aircraft carrier that cost about $13 billion, but military officials are doubtful that it can even defend itself against missile attacks and also has problems just firing its Gatling guns. Now, <clears throat> this is not surprising uh, in this new age of government fails, but they surely could have known something like this was going to happen as the actual real name of this actual aircraft carrier is the USS Gerald Ford. Mm. <laughs> That's true. That's what the fucking name is. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Yeah. And now you know the rest of the story. Now, uh, in addition to the inflation of Putin's Ukraine invasion phallus, we still have the regular old economic version of inflation, the likes of which the world has, uh, hasn't seen in many decades. And this, of course, has stunned the Biden administration and the Democrats in general who are baffled as to why printing money and threatening people to get shots or lose their jobs or telling people not to go to work for months at a time could have some negative effect on the economy. Go They're like figure. the hot chick walking through the prison yard wearing a bikini, wondering why every convict has his dick out. 
And their solution thus far to the, <laughs> that disaster is to just seem befuddled and point at something on your shirt. God. Um, let's see. Oh, and the state of the entertainment industry continues to erode as rags like TMZ and Deadline continue to publish uninteresting interviews with vapid celebrities. But this caught my eye. Uh, you might know Peter Dinklage, mm-hmm. very successful actor of short stature. Do you know him? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, okay, no. Good. no, no. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's a, uh, the, he's a member of the dwarf community, but I, I just want to say actor of short stature. Um, <clears throat> he was talking about how Disney's remaking Snow White as a live action feature, and they're very proud to cast a Latina as Snow White, which is like, huh? Snow White? Anyway, he liked that, but of course, he noted that they're still doing a, quote, fucked up story about a bunch of dwarfs who live in a cave together <laughs> so which I, I i like the way you said that but you know disney said they're consulting with the dwarf community on this but i was like you gotta wonder if other dwarf actors are not super pissed at the one dwarf actor who gets work regularly in hollywood basically and so seven other dwarf actors you know got fired before they could even get the job now probably because he's he's going to stop this i mean somewhere out there are seven small actors who are lacing up the helmet so they can get tossed into some bowling pins in the parking lot of a tgi fridays for happy hour but hey peter dinklage thinks those guys should stick with that instead of being the new live action dopey who's going to have a house in the hollywood hills and be banging full-size supermodels three at a time yeah, thank you. High five on that one. <laughs> High fives all around. <laughs> High fives. So that wasn't very big of him. Uh, <laughs> so, oh boy, where was I? Yeah. <laughs> Other entertainment news. We uh, we lost Louis Anderson this week. The perpetually portly comedian dropped dead suddenly after being told there was no more meatloaf. In the sad state of the... Well, I shouldn't have blamed <laughs> Is it too soon? Yeah, I shouldn't have blamed The incident showed... Uh, wait, no, that's, that's a different story. I'm moving on. Um, yeah. Uh, and in the sad state of sporting events, uh, University of Wisconsin fan was removed from a basketball game at Northwestern University this week after he made anti-Asian racist gestures at a crowd of Northwestern fans. The incident showed the white fan in Badger's attire holding up a test that was graded with a B plus, which was mostly Asian crowd was understandably horrified. Uh, Authorities identified the man who is uh, not a Wisconsin student or employee and they banned him from future athletic events. We also have the Olympics going on in a communist country with active concentration camps in it, but that's probably okay because America is just as bad. You know, I mean, after all, in some areas, our drug addicted, obese, homeless people are still forced to use 4G internet on their free cell phones, for God's sake. Oh, the humanity. Uh, yeah, the communist Olympic hosts are also discouraging hugging, but are providing condoms for the athletes. So it sounds like a bunch of dudes are in charge over there. <laughs> Look, baby, let's just skip past the foreplay and get to the meaningless intercourse. Oh, that's the sad state of the union. Mask up and hide in the closet, America. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had you had us going there, Dave. That was pretty funny. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad. You had you looked like you had some thoughts about Peter Dinklage. Oh yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, I'm in the entertainment, so I I actually read that article and I couldn't believe it. Like, really, Pete? Like, <laughs> really? Y- you're gonna do that? You're yeah. taking money out of? <clears throat> He's the one guy that gets all the fucking work. <clears throat> so he can be he can be choosy, of course, right? And and I'm listen. Let me tell you something. I know a couple of dwarfs that are in the entertainment industry, and uh, man, they want to be the next dopey banging full size supermodels. Yeah, they are happier <laughs> than pigs and shit when they get to work. Yeah. So I don't really understand that. I mean, look, man, 
I don't get that, you know? Why would you want to take money out of their pocket? Why would you even want to say that? Because you're Peter Dinklage, so people are going to listen to that. Studios are going to listen to that. They're going to say, you yes, know what? Yes, they are. Maybe we need to reconsider that. <clears throat> we need to consult with the dwarfish community, as they say. Is, is this their <clears throat> me one and a half moment? Yeah, but it's what? Sable. It's, Did you say it's, it's me one and a half? Me, oh, yeah. me and a half? <laughs> you know what I, but. Not me too. Yeah, yeah, me, me, yeah. One, me one and a half. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Why like would that. you want to do that? I don't know. Why would you want to say that? <laughs> I, was, I wonder what his thinking is. Because actors who get that famous, they, they assume that, like, I must be brilliant in anything <sighs> I'm anything I uh, pontificate on. I must have must have vast knowledge that if people should listen to every word I say. It's I'm going shame. to opine about uh, the stock market now and uh, talk about the Great Depression, what the causes are. That is one thing that's happened over the last few years. There's lots of experts, people with with detailed worldly knowledge about topics. I don't want to hear Leonardo DiCaprio talk about shit. Are you kidding? He's, Me either. Right? There are some great actors that I have enjoyed their films, their TV shows, and their music. I don't want to hear them talk about things they don't know anything about. Let me talk to the boring guy that has 20 years of research in it who really knows all the details. Let me give you a story. Can I give you a story? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this was years ago when I first got on The Wire, right? And um, my brother, you know, he, you know he's a... Uh, he's, uh, he does software and stuff like that. You know, he runs the family business. But he got me an interview on this um, Baltimore television station. It was a, it was a, um, I guess the the platform was it was a black uh, radio station, right? So then, you know, he gets me an interview. I'm on there and I'm being interviewed, and the guy kept trying to talk to me about politics. He was some, you know what I mean. He was some black uh, radio host. I forgot his name. But like he was, he kept trying to get me to talk about politics and things like that. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm not a politician, man. Like, I don't know why you're asking me things like that. I'm an actor. You, you know what I mean? You want to ask me about makeup and lines and, you know what I mean, acting like some other asshole. I could tell you a million things about that. Yeah, right. I don't saved I, a guy from choking with the Meisner effect. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. I used right the Meisner then. technique and the, you know I mean? and yeah, the little like, smoky came right out. Yeah, you know, and so then like uh, we finished the interview and I remember he pulled my brother aside and he was like, hey, um, you know, Corey really needs to be more political. And I remember me and my brother just cracked up laughing and we were like, we're not... Meaning you needed to, uh, by, by the way, you needed to agree with whatever his political notions are. Yeah, that's yeah, what, That's yeah. what he means. Yeah. Because you are crack- a black person, so you better fucking agree I gotta be with Democrat, the other black right? guy. Right. Yeah, you know, and, and, so, <clears throat> and so, like, you know, my thing is, is, look, man, you're an actor. Like, since when does being able to say someone else's lines where they look natural qualifies you to speak about all types of shit that you have no inkling about whatsoever. Yeah, and, or and something might, that you Google searched and you right, read you one just quick thing. It might if like if you were an actor who also like you know like maybe like Jodie Foster. She she was you know she she went back to Harvard and got some degree in something. And that, yeah, if you, if totally you were that, and you did, totally went back different. to Harvard Business School mm-hmm. and you're talking about business like oh inter- well, then, that's hey, really interesting. Yeah. Okay, or uh, like what's his name? Um, 
what is the guy that always talks like this? And he always sounds like he's almost going to stop talking and he's almost done. <laughs> who is that? I don't we, know. We can barely hear you, mate. I don't yeah, know. He talks like this. So he's very famous. Um, he's a linguist and he hates America and he talks like this. Always <laughs> almost sound like he's going to finish up his sentence. Noam Chomsky. That's it. I was oh, really, oh, I was really okay, trying to okay, think okay, of the name okay, as okay, I was okay, talking. Got you, got you, okay, yeah. you didn't use the accent, but yeah. Noam Chomsky. He's a linguist. He's quite possibly the like the most, as far as a grammarian goes, he might be number one on the list. Yeah, his work in linguistics is uh, everyone who's in that field says the guy's a, a, a you know. He's a major player in this field. But then he opines about how shitty America is and other weird conspiracy theories about, um, you know, he, he really hates America. And so technically he's not qualified. So he doesn't, yeah, that's not his area of expertise, really. He's, he's, but he's, he's, you know, used his notoriety to start talking about this shit. And I was, I'm always confused. And he always talks like Listen, this. When you guys, Listen, when you guys ask me about the entertainment industry, even when I talk about the entertainment industry, I always preface it with... This is just my opinion, mm-hmm. we and I'm a as well. <laughs> fucking expert in that. Yeah. And that I've been and, doing yeah, it yeah, right. my entire adult life, and that's and a very reasonable I stance. That, yeah, you know? yeah. Well, now if we wanted to talk about mm-hmm. rocket science, and you said, "Oh, you know, we go grab any guitar player." Well, no, Brian May actually went from being successful in Queen to becoming a PhD and being an actual rocket scientist. Ah. So, in that one case, that's legit. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. But mm-hmm. if you're, I mean. And it's possible that Bono has spent as much time and effort researching into his areas of interest as any expert would. But that doesn't explain all the rest of the Yahoos getting on Twitter with millions of followers. And- yeah, I'm not going to listen to Leonardo DiCaprio opining to me at a party in the corner with a vodka martini about like busing in the 60s and how it affected the black community. It's like... I don't think you know what the fuck you're talking about. And then you're I, talking, I don't know. Yeah, and then, you know, even the climate change thing, you know, I think that's a little bit uh, odd because you travel the world in private jets. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know what to do. This, what does this, that mean? Yeah, this last climate, um, what's it, what do they call it, climate summit, they, right. they broke the record for means. like the most like heinous, um, ex, right. uh, the jet um, exhaust records. They, like, they just so shattered the records, right? So what does that mean, Dave? Hey, they're, I, they're, I, I don't know what that means. Hey, they're, doing, they're buying trees. They're carbon offsets. They just write a check. So I'm going to plant a tree somewhere. There you go. Okay. By the way, do you guys hear that the in France, they it's like a yearly thing on New Year's Eve. They just... Burn cars in the city. They're down. They only burned 849 cars in Paris this year. Wow. But I'm like, isn't that? I thought those guys were woke and green over there in France. And I'm like, we should make them pay for car burn offsets, right? Who's with me? <laughs> there yeah? you go. Let's do it. <laughs> the French have to pay for uh, car burn car carbon, burn, offsets, carbon offsets, offsets by providing us with fresh croissants. <laughs> I'll settle for the, uh, um, what's the, Cavoisier is that uh, a good uh, oh, brandy? Yeah, sure, I don't know. sure. Cognac. Oh, yeah. I'll for cognac. Yes, yes. Yeah, cognac, cognac. Yeah, there you no, go. Cognac. I like yeah. that one. So you guys want to play a game? Okay. All right. Let's do the game. You've heard of Six Degrees to Kevin Bacon. Well, it's time to play Three Degrees to That's Racist, where Dave takes a random word or phrase and has three connections to make that word or phrase racist. Let's see if Dave can match the skills of Democrats and play Three Degrees to That's Racist. That's racist. (laughs) 
I only like to play that because just to hear that intro. It's way better than the actual game, oftentimes. <laughs> Dave, you're getting so pumped up there. All right, we're going to change it up a little bit this time because I have been a very boring reader. This time we're going to have Corey look uh-huh. around the studio. <laughs> He's going to pick random things that he sees. It's, see, it doesn't work for me because I know the studio because I work in here every day. You're going to pick random items from the studio, and Dave is going to tell you how that is racist. It could be anything. Uh, anything. Look around, it could be anything. Uh, okay, uh, the drum set. Drum set. Oh, easy. This drum set is a, uh, obviously appropriated from some poor Africans who invented it, and the white man brought these over and and uh, turned them into this like money making thing, and has left the poor black man out in the cold. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> I don't know how many degrees that was, but. <laughs> Huh. What else? Okay, uh, Give me another let's one. see. Um, uh, oh, uh, the Highland Park 18. Um, single, oh, single malt scotch. The Highland the Viking Park, Pride. The, Viking the Highland Pride, Park so. 18 year aged Viking Pride, $160 scotch that most black people cannot afford. Ooh. Brewed by Scotsmen, who, by the way, were the original rednecks. They were already called rednecks before they came to America. So. Therefore, that bottle of scotch is racist. It's racist. Good one. Okay. All right, throw him another one, Cor. Um, uh, oh, uh, what is this instrument called, Sable? I'm sorry. A balalaika. Oh, a balalaika. Balalaika. Okay. Wow, we're very musical instrument heavy. It's an this one. E- Eastern European. Eastern there European. Oh, need I say more? There you go. <laughs> uh, the... Uh, how old is that particular instrument? Is it made to be uh, look old, or is it actually old? That particular instrument is very old and in huh. need of repair, and I haven't been able to find someone to fix it for me. It looks like it's very old. Like, what do you think? Um, I'm stalling here, but <laughs> it, it might actually be a hundred years old. Wow! Yeah, it does look. Wow! Cool. Yeah, it's not as old as cool. the violin, but owned by a probable racist because of Eastern European construction. Um, so. Um, don't know much more about it. How many how many strings does it have? Six? Uh, they typically have three strings, but this one has six. Huh. Oh. So the three strings are doubled. If you imagine the Tetris theme from the Game Boy, that's the kind of song you would play on that instrument. Bum 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 bum. So they might have played this at the court of the King of Germany in eighteen in the seventeen hundreds, where no black people would be allowed. So therefore, that instrument is racist. I'm not going without. Yeah, that was weak. Give me give me an easy one. Give me an easy one. Corey didn't know we were going to do this. No, we, just, no, we just sprung I'm, it on I'm, him at the last Yeah, second. I'm trying to... Uh, okay, what about... Uh, uh, oh, the uh, rigid... Um, toolboxes, Dave. Toolboxes. toolboxes. Rigid toolboxes, Dave. Rigid toolbox. Toolbox. Well, yes. I noticed they are black in color. Uh-oh. And <laughs> Come on, man. You got I, it. I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> well... Um, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with that one either. That was the first thing I noticed. I wish you would have picked the thing hanging above there, the TAM, that's got okay, the dreadlocks coming that? out. Yeah, because yeah. that's <laughs> obviously racial appropriation. Okay, then I mean, let's... for a white person to put on their head and look like a Rastafarian, which is highly racist. There you go. But, then uh, that one. Fix that. I changed here. the question at the end. I wow. Okay. I'm, I'm going to pat the pass on the rigid. I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, that was very exciting. 
Sorry, let's, guys. Let's move I right. was put on the spot. I know. That's okay. <laughs> I didn't know. That's all right. We're just a little improv. You're as bad as me actually playing the game, so. <laughs> we're uh, we're just trying to keep it lively here and not take ourselves too seriously. Okay. Now, go, going on to the next week, we're going to watch the movie Don't Look Up. Well, Corey and I are going to watch the movie Don't Look Up. Dave, you've already seen it. And you have mm-hmm. some thoughts about it, yeah, yeah. and you're going to school us on <laughs> why. I better watch it again so I can school somebody on. But I, I thought there was some interesting. Uh, yeah, it's, it's worth watching. It's it, worth okay, watching. Yeah. I I might have read one paragraph about it and said, "Oh, that's a bunch of woke like puddle of of pus." But if you tell me that it's not a puddle of pus, I'm willing to. Some people do hate it as a woke puddle of pus, but I'm telling you that uh, wh- while being. Look, most movies are made by leftists. Since this one's actually, they did a pretty good job of obfuscating their naked. What's the what's the term? Um, uh, what's when you're? Yeah, oh, Jesus, stupid scotch. Um, <laughs> After three drinks, Dave just gives up trying to speak. I know, I know. It's uh, um, didactic. Yes, N- nakedly didactic um, things that the, the the leftists will put up. But this actually, they, they did a good job hiding it. I don't think a lot of people would know that. Uh, that they're being that they're trying to be taught a lesson, but we all know they're smug lefties are always trying to teach you a lesson. But it's well done. Jokes are good, very funny, and it brings up some good stuff. Even woke stuff aside, all right? That's what I like to hear. Well written, funny, yeah. good yeah. timing. Yeah. Uh, who was the director? Ad, uh, I think it's Adam McKay. Adam McKay. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah. All right. So he we'll, always does. We'll give stuff. that a try. We'll try to talk about that. Yeah. I'll try not to bring any more Supreme Court nonsense over into we'll the show, to do but I probably will. We'll try to this movie really about, but it's pretty obvious what this movie's really about, but we'll, 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 uh, we'll talk okay. about it. Okay. Well, I hope it is that obvious. So you got you have any uh, teasers, anything to look forward to over the next, before the next I show? I do. No. I'm, I'm hoping we come out of things like Denmark is, though. Denmark has decided they're, they're done. Even Britain, who was just horrifyingly backward on the whole mm-hmm. COVID thing, they're even saying, all right, we're done. Yep, oh, well, you know, Boris got caught. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of the people got caught. Gavin Newsom, yeah. but they all got caught because, you know, they weren't afraid of COVID. They, they knew it was a bunch of bullshit. You know, not, yep. that, not that you shouldn't be afraid at all. It was a serious illness for older and sick mm-hmm. people, sicker people. And those are the ones we should have focused on and not annihilated the world economy. Thank you. There you go. Exactly. You got, you got anything, uh, a little tease us for the, before the next show? Um, just that. I'm going to be on the next show. No, no, no you're not. You're not starting any comedy here. specials, are you? No, <laughs> no. You be interviewed on the Baltimore radio stations. No, <laughs> no. just All happy right. to be here. Saving fellas. anybody from choking at any restaurants, high, high-end restaurants. Maybe we'll work on our uh, our skit. Oh yes, yes, yeah, we yes. For the that. next time, we should do a skit. The first, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll keep that under wraps. We'll get a now. skit together for you. Yeah. That way I can get some more clips like this one. My name is Lavender. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys want to get out of here and yeah. do our taste test let's of the uh, Shildaig yes. and the Highland Park Viking yeah. Pride? Nice. All right, let's get on with the drinking. I'll see you guys. Nobody listens to the very end.